1: This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adams Droit, joined by Chris Owen to talk Game Week 23 in the Premier League. Chris, we don't usually have a show so fresh uh, from our, our results over the week in our minds. And I sent out a tweet after Tuesday. I was like, you don't start. You can't go 8-0 and without first starting 2-0. and and I think I jinxed us because <laughs> the rest of the week didn't go as well. But happy Friday, Chris. Uh, sorry about some of your bets here, but we're going to get it back.
2: Yeah, it. you know, we started really hot. We we looked quite good against with that. Uh, what was the first bet? Was it Lutontown? Uh, both at Lutontown. Yeah, yeah that Brighton. was fun. We get into uh, the Liverpool bet, which I kind of that was the one I liked the most. And then Chelsea just you know, failed to show up and that didn't work out and then the wolves the wolves uh game they just like let you know you can't go down 2-0 inside the first like what 30 minutes and and think that you're gonna go out and win a match that that game was you know the the best game of the game week i think though it ended up 4-3 a couple games after stoppage time from a purely entertaining level it was the best game from our bets probably the worst game
1: it was close yeah uh you brought it up I had raced to five corners in that game for Wolverhampton Uh, shots to Wolverhampton here. And they had, I was watching, I wasn't, you know, it was during the workday. I, I could have sworn. I saw like two to two or three deflected balls that should have been Wolverhampton corners that weren't given as corners. And it was Wolverhampton went up late in the game. I think they're down three, two or something at this point, they're up four, three in corners. And then just after that, Manchester United got like back-to-back corners, and it finished five-four for Manchester United, and it was just like what a way to end it. And then this was after, and then okay, Liverpool tied it up three-three, and then Kobe Mino had the had this ridiculous winner, which you had Wolver, you had Wolverhampton money line, so that ended your bet as well. Yeah. Uh, so it was a couple tough beats for us in that game. Yeah, I'm, I mean I'm also upset about that Liverpool one. I thought. I think we were both kind of like, okay, Liverpool money line, feeling pretty good about Liverpool home against Chelsea, and then we just couldn't get the bets. I uh, just wasn't, just wasn't our time. I had under one and a half in the first half. Yeah, uh, that did not hit, unfortunately. It could have been three, but Darwin missed that PK. So, uh, yeah,
2: he you know, a couple other times too,
1: three, four times in the game. I, yeah. I keep seeing tweets about it. How many times he's hit the post compared he's to leading the, rest leading of the world?
2: The, somebody in this chat I had was like. Yeah, he's leading the, the Premier League. Right before the game started, like, in times hitting the woodwork with six. I was like, oh, six is a ton of times hitting the post. <laughs> and he goes and four in one game. And when that game. I was like, okay, nice. All right. Well, he's got a pretty good, pretty safe lead on that. Can we get any odds anywhere? Can we put, put some scratch down on that kind of bet? Or
1: what's going I don't, on? I- uh, I, maybe I have seen like woodwork odds before. I, I, I haven't actually seeked those out, but yeah. Darwin odds are probably like minus 200 to hit the post. So yeah, No like, one
2: no one's even going to come close to it. Yeah.
1: But well, we got game week 23 here and we got three games, Everton, Tottenham, Manchester United, West Ham, Arsenal, Liverpool, and then our team parlay. Check out our betting pages here over at Roto-Wire Soccer. Got the Premier League pulled up, but we have a bunch of games going on Friday. You can check those out. So this first one, Everton are home against Tottenham. Everton are plus 195 to win, and Tottenham are plus 135 to win. Away from home, the draw is plus 265. Over two-and-a-half goals is minus 160. Under two-and-a-half goals is plus 130. So I hit on at least one bet in Everton Fulham match. So it was the first time all season Everton's last match. Uh, they gave up 15 corners against Fulham on Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. But it was the first time all season that they didn't have Idrisa Gay and Amadou Onana in their midfield. So it was like a little bit of a different look. They, have, they didn't have either one of their two defensive midfielders. So I was just like, all right, Fulham are just going to, you know, kind of control the midfield here. That's that's what ended up happening, but they just couldn't score. Um Tottenham, they're getting very healthy. I guess the one question will be if Pape Sar is available. I, I believe uh Pasekoglu mentioned it this morning that he could be back for this one. Uh, they were eliminated yesterday or two days ago or something like that in AFCon. So he could be available for this one, so something to keep an eye on. But uh, Tottenham in their last game went down against Brentford, came back 1-3-2. Uh, a pretty interesting game here. Uh, again, I, I get back to this Everton lineup. If Idrissa Gay is ready to start, I think that's like a massive boost because they have a real defensive midfielder in there. Uh, if he's also out with Onana, then I do have some questions in that. But uh, go ahead, Chris.
2: You mentioned what an interesting game that Tottenham-Brentford game was. It, was. it was super entertaining. We, I mean, we had... It had everything it had you know, goals from mopa mopai scored I think uh we had James yeah, four straight. Back, back in the lineup I mean we had Mop-I. Tony
1: fighting with keepers Tony scoring
2: yeah t- Tony scoring we had Bakari talking crap after the game yeah we had the like the fake uh sunny um sunny celebration from Mappe to I think is, is that a no? That's the Madison no. He game.
1: did the James Madison celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the
2: air, with the uh, the darts or whatever six celebration. Honestly, and then he he does it when they go up was a one zero, and then of course Tottenham comes back. That game had it all. It was such a such a fun game to watch. And I mean, a part of that now is because Tottenham's they're healthy. They've got everyone in the lineup that they they. I mean, you mentioned Popstar, he would be a good addition too. But outside of that, we've Ambasuma. got Madden in his in his first start, we've got. Van de Ven, who's been playing, we have, you know, like their outside backs are strong, Romero's Romero, Romero. Uh, you know, everything, they've got everyone in the lineup, like to pretty much essentially be their, their best 11 or close to their best 11, missing son, obviously, while he's still on AFCON, but Richarlison is going nuts lately. He's, you know, he's ar- not arguably, I think he is the player in the best form right now. In terms of scoring goals, he scored six goals in his last seven matches, uh, with a total of seven in those seven matches. He's in any, his anytime goal scoring is plus 185. If you, if you love, you know, good old goal scoring bet, I would maybe swing that way. I am a little weary. You know, Everton, uh, pretty good defensively. I think one thing I wanted to ask you about here is Everton, you look at, uh, in terms of plan at home, they've given up only, I think, 11 goals away at home. Well,
1: there's been 23 goals scored in Everton home matches, which is the fewest of any team in the league.
2: Yeah, yeah, they've given up. Yeah, just ten goals at home, or yeah, ten goals at home, and that's, or sorry, twelve goals at home. That's what sixth best in the league behind, you know, the usual suspects: City, Liverpool, Newcastle, Arsenal, West Ham, Villa, who have all been super good at home. The big difference between those two those teams and Everton is those teams have scored, you know, twenty five plus goals, whereas at home, whereas Everton have eleven goals in eleven matches. They have not been able to find the back of the net been good defensively on the other side of that Tottenham lead the league in uh in goals uh scored away from home they're they're tied with City they both scored 24 goals away from home so what what kind of gives in this match is it is it Tottenham just goes you know they smash down some doors and find the back of the net for a couple goals or do you think it's a a bit more of like a a 1-0 game or a 2-0 game
1: I don't know. This is a, this is a tough one. I, I actually changed my bet. I went back on forth in it like five times this morning, and I, I ended up with an extreme corners bet here. But I, I don't know how this result is going to be. Everton have just been kind of like one of these more difficult teams where they have they rack up XG. They get all these shots maybe outside of that Fulham match, though they, they did have some opportunities in that one. They get all these shots, but they just can't score. Uh, they lose matches 1-0. Uh, I think even the Luton Town match they lost at home. I think that was 2-1. They ended up with over 3XG, something like that. They get all these opportunities. They just can't convert. And I'm still tentative. I, I just want to see what this lineup looks like because, I, as I mentioned, they got all these questions. We know is out. Onana probably not going to be ready to start. Andre Gomez has been getting starts as well, but he's out. So uh, I think if Gay is in there, if they have a real defensive midfielder, then that will help them. They again they they had they played Ashley Young in a midfield role last game against Fulham. Again, just another question. It's like, okay, we're so desperate that we need to start Ashley Young. So I just have questions in terms in terms of that. Whereas Tottenham, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot more options, a lot healthier. Uh maybe I won't say a lot healthier, but they just they're just a deeper team for clearly. So I, I don't know what side I, I kind of I don't know what side I like. Uh, I don't know what over under I like, so that's why I'm going with a with a different route here with my bet. What what's your bet?
2: I'm on Tottenham over one and a half goals. They've been, I mean, they've been fun in the back in the, for the most part. Uh, scored. They did get shot out in that FA Cup match, but otherwise, I mean, they they they, they drew Manchester United two two. They just beat Brentford two two or three two. They uh, prior to that, they did only score one goal in the FA Cup, but. In the Premier League, they've been trying, they've been fine on the back of that, no problem. I look this is probably my favorite bet of my four bets this weekend. Uh, Spurs over one and a half goals, minus one ten. Richarlison, as I mentioned, can't be stopped. They're pretty healthy. Uh, I just like what they're bringing to the table. And although Everton are extremely, extremely tight at the back at home, I just think I think that Tottenham's ability to score. they like I mentioned, they're leading the league in goals with City. Away from home, I think it's so over one and a half, and I don't know. I, this is a fun game. I won't be. It's a four thirty local game for me, so I probably will not be up for it. But uh, well, I, one other interesting note that I heard in the past, and initially I was on Tottenham moneyline. I, I kind of cowered it out on that one, but they've only lost one game with James Madison, James Mason in the lineup this season. That was a four um, one when he actually played half of the game and they lost to Chelsea. So they've been when they. When they're fully uh, fully kitted up with the whole roster, uh, and James Madison pulling the strings through the middle, they are a very good team. So,
1: I'm just looking at the results. You said, well, the, first off, you said this was your favorite, bet. this is probably my least favorite bet of of the four we have on the show. But the, these teams played uh, December 23rd, ended up being two one. A bunch of stuff happened. Romero got injured. Gay got yeah. injured in the first half. So a lot of changes. Tottenham had to finish with Ben Davies and Eric Dyer at center back. Uh, You know, Eric Dyer, Bayern Munich's top center back. uh, That's who Tottenham uh, was playing in that game. (laughs) Uh, So and then that one still finished 2-1. Tottenham got the win at home. Uh, So my bet, I initially had Tottenham race to five corners. And just the way that bet, I think, kind of depends on who actually starts for Everton. So I kind of moved away from that a little bit. Tottenham are a team that tend to give up a lot of corners for some reason. They're one of the worst in the league in terms of allowing corners. And so that was kind of worrying for me. But this is a pretty big number here. Over 11 and a half corners is plus 105. I almost took over five and a half in the first half, but I'll I'll get get the second half here in case someone's chasing. There's 11 corners in that first meeting. Everton had eight of them. I think both teams are going to get corners. I think this is going to be, I think Tottenham will probably have majority possession. They'll probably be 55, 60%. Everton will go on the counter and get corners because Tottenham, for some reason, seem to allow corners. Uh, So I think both teams will get, you could do a bet if you want to do maybe both teams over four and a half corners, both teams get to five corners, something like that. that. That might be like, even like a plus 200, something like that. Um but I think there's going to be one of these teams is going to be maybe one of these teams is chasing. One of them's going to get seven or eight, and then I think the other one's going to get four or five. So let's just say we'll get to 12 or 13 corners in this game or more. And uh, uh, this is a lot of corners, but I think it's going to happen. So let's do it. Over 11.5 corners plus 105, you have uh, Tottenham over one and a half goals at minus 110. What do you think, corners?
2: Yeah, that's a lot of corners to get to, but I mean, I, I kind of, for our last, our last game week's bet, I looked at the Tottenham corners because I took a city corners, bet. And I mean, there's been a ton of corners in, in some of their games too. So, uh, I love it here. I think I've got another, the corners bets will keep coming throughout the show here. So this is just probably the first of, first of many for, uh, for us. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Spurs will probably just hold Ever- Everton's going to sit back and, and, uh, Probably play pretty defensive and sprintless, yeah. like to keep them under pressure throughout the probably throughout most of the 90.
1: Yeah. Next game we got, we're talking. So that game was Saturday. We got five games Saturday, but we're not talking two games on Sunday. This first one, Manchester United, our home against West Ham. Manchester United are minus 155. Look at all this love here. So again, on the road of wire, sports betting pages, you can see line movement. And this was yesterday. Uh, 10 a.m. yesterday, Manchester United were minus 130. Now, after some goal scoring, Marcus Rashford gets a start, scores immediately for Eric Ten Hag, uh, despite what happened for him last week. Now they're at minus 155 to win this one. West Ham are plus 400. West Ham probably should have lost against Bournemouth, but they got a PK and uh, managed a point out of that one. Also uh, Thursday, Thursday's game. The draw is plus 330, and then we're looking at over – Two and a half goals is minus one sixty-five. Under two and a half goals is plus one thirty. Manchester United healthy. West Ham some questions. Um, Kelvin Phillips some questions. So I watched a lot of the (laughs) beginning of that game for Kelvin Phillips. He was at fault for the goal allowed. Kind of lazy passing. Uh, His next his next move was I think he. He passed the other team, then he committed a foul. It was just kind of a rough 10 minutes, only went 70 minutes. I don't know what happened to him the last couple of years at Manchester City. Clearly just doesn't have the minutes in him. Um, I don't know. West Ham looked really bad against Bournemouth, even though they got the point. I guess the question is, do you think Manchester United can put together back-to-back good matches here against a West Ham team who are just a, similar to Everton? They're just bottom of the table in terms of possessing the ball. So do you think do you think they're going to play well with that possession, I guess is the question.
2: Yeah, so has got a give in this match. <laughs> I'm curious to see how it changes here, West Ham. You know, they got the David Moyes setup, which has really worked for them. But yeah, they're they're. United has gotten healthy. I mean, Mark Marcus Rashford is back. Men and Blazers had an awesome, had a hilarious uh, Instagram. It was like he's back on the piss, immediately scores. So I'm that was that was fun to see. I'm I, the double standard of of Rashford going out in the nightclub and then coming back in the lineup and scoring is is just not lost on any of us. And i frankly love it. <laughs> I mean, he's a great player, but yeah, in terms of this game. Uh, I had a, a couple things I wrote down initially. Uh, Marcus Rashford plus one seventy five, anytime goal scoring odds. Uh, he found the back of the net. And last one, this one, this one is a little bit funky because you know West Ham are traditionally you know pretty defensive. Uh, there's a couple. I think West Ham double chance was plus one twenty, which is you know not not something you see every day. Um, but for me, I I try try to take a book out of Adams book, uh, take a chapter out of Adams book
1: book out of my book
2: yeah i found you know luckily we have this this really nice uh this cheat sheet here at redowire.com uh and i just kind of was playing around with what some of the corners look like and i was surprised to see that uh i think it's uh manchester united in terms of the corners that they give up a game um they are giving up uh, let's see at home they're at home this game they're giving up just over 5.6 corners per game. And then, or I'm sorry, West Ham. This is why we write this down. Uh, Manchester United first in corners, one at home there. They have 8.65 corners, one at home per 90 minutes. And then when you look at West Ham, their third in corners conceded away at 7.64. So a fair bit of, uh, of, you just like like the numbers there, so I'm taking, a, uh, like I said, a chapter out of Adam's book here on the corners. bet. I took, I initially had Manchester United over six and a half corners, which is plus one hundred. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, if it's gonna, if we're gonna bet on seven corners, we might as well go to race to seven corners. Uh, so you can get Manchester United race to seven corners. It's plus one fifteen. You get slightly better odds there. I think I think we're gonna see West Ham under a lot. of – I mean under playing quite defensively. They're going to be under attack. I think United possessed it a fair bit, even though you did state, maybe not the biggest possession team, but uh, I like the race of seven corners here at plus 115.
1: It's a lot of corners. I usually take race to five corners. All right, Chris. Yeah. So, uh... I <laughs> It is a lot of corners, but as you said, the numbers, I think those, it seems like the, you know, we'd have to look at all these games of why those numbers are like that, but probably because Manchester United have to chase a lot of games at home. So uh, they, they've probably had a few games where they've had over 10, 10 corners and have been down a couple goals. Was it, yeah. was it this season? I don't even, was it this season where they gave up two goals in Nottingham Forest early and then they had to can't come back? That could have been last season. I, I don't know. There's, no, I'm just getting everything confused here. but I mean, they
2: did lose to Nottingham Forest, but that was away.
1: Okay.
2: I don't know if they've played, they haven't probably played that reverse fixture yet.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't pull up the stats from this last game. But, again, this game was the last time these teams played at West Ham. West Ham won 2-0. This was December 23rd, so just about a month ago. Corners were 4-4. Uh, Manchester United at 66% possession West Ham at 34% possession, which again is something we expect to see here. But I think the big thing is just uh, in terms of West Ham, they like, I don't know. I I think, I think there's some recency bias just going into my head here because West Ham looked, you know, without, without pockets and Kudu seems like to be their only creative player really on the wing against Bournemouth. Uh, They just didn't look that great. Uh, I mean, if we just look at their projected lineup, it's like, okay, JWP, Sue Phillips, Alvarez, all four guys can basically play as defensive midfielders. Yeah. They're just kind of feeding the belt ball, to Kudus as much as possible because like Bowen's a good player, but I don't know if he's, he's like, he's not the type of creative player as a pocket teller or Kudus. Real so, coaching. yeah. So it, that just like, that's fresh in my mind. And I, maybe something else happens <laughs> in this one. Um, maybe Manchester United looked terrible again, kind of a thing. But I went, I had to look a few different places. I almost went to like Rafael Varane to get a shot kind of correlated to yours, Rafael Varane to get a shot uh, from one of the corners, kind of a thing. But I went something else here. Wow. Uh, Manchester United, 19 or more shots at plus 100. So if we think, you know, they had 11 shots in the prior meeting, which is meeting, which is kind of worrisome. They had 21 against Wolverhampton yesterday. But if we just think, OK, Manchester United, they looked maybe one of their better games all season, at least in the first half. They looked like a top four side in the first half against Wolverhampton yesterday. And if they're going to have 60 plus percent possession, if you have this weird West Ham lineup who, you know, throw Calvin Phillips in there, just it doesn't seem like these guys know how to play together just yet. So then you got like a I don't know if I want to say pissed off Rashford, just Rashford just kind of want to show the world what he can do. And I just think that if they're going to have the possession, let's just try and get, you know, get up to 20 plus shots again, kind of a thing. So we're getting plus odds here. Hopefully West Ham, you know, their four defensive midfielders doesn't hold them to to 10 shots again, something like that. But Manchester United, they're at home. Maybe they're going to show Old Trafford something. <laughs> maybe they're going to repeat that performance, maybe. But 19 or more shots at plus 100. Uh, Chris, you're at race to seven corners at plus one fifteen. So, I mean, I don't know how much is is this recency bias for us, but again, it's it's how these teams play. Manchester United inconsistent. West Ham they don't possess the ball. I don't know. This is we're speaking so quickly after these games happen. It's like everything's fresh in our minds, so it seems like our bets are kind of related to what just happened. But
2: what I mean, have to be right. What what we need here is a uh, like a, a Jared Bowen. You know, counter attack. Maybe seventh minute, ninth minute, finds the back of the net. It's 1-0 West Ham. They I sit. I think it's possible. I think. That's yeah, possible. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying yeah, I'm. I'm wishful thinking too, but it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But yeah, West Ham hits United on a counter early. United's like, okay, we're down a goal. Let's. <laughs> we got to just slam some shots on goal. Maybe another West Ham counterattack. It's two nil. All of a sudden. Uh, and then we've just got United all out on on West Ham's goal here. We're getting shots. We're getting uh, we're getting corners. That that would be an ideal scenario for both of our bets. I don't know that will happen, but I do think West Ham's definitely. I mean, you mentioned they're essentially playing like four holding midfielders and then just ch- chucking the ball to Kudos and seeing if Jared Bowen can lash onto something. It will be Paquetta's He must be hurt right now.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's ready. Okay. No, he's not ready.
2: Yeah, that that would be a different dynamic for them. But yeah, it's like it's it's like when you have like four really solid players and in, in you're in you're like uh, kicking the ball around, but you just can't beat anyone one on one. That's essentially what West Ham's trotting out there in their midfield right now, aside from Kudus.
1: Like they started JWP James Ward Prowse on the wing against Bournemouth, and he wasn't even getting the ball. First off, he's just not like that kind of outside creative kind of player. He's he's just a dead ball specialist. Hold he was always, he was pretty much always a holding midfielder for Southampton, maybe sometimes a little more attacking, but he, like he's just not a guy to go out on the wing and you know take someone on one on one kind of a thing. As Chris does his goal celebration, I love the,
2: the JWP and the Madison celebration are probably two of my favorites. The, the darts and then JWP does like is it cricket or is it, it's got to be, I think it's though. golf. Oh, oh, is it, it golf? Are you sure? Probably not baseball, let's say, but like you know, he scores and goes. I thought it was cricket. Maybe he's golfer. But that, that that swing looks too high to be a a golf swing. Uh,
1: maybe he's never played golf before, you don't know. <laughs> okay, well it's a cricket golf swing. celebration without playing golf. Yeah.
2: Sick sick celebration either way.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's get the if we go so first goal is West Ham plus 175 if you want to bet that. But actually, let's just do kudos first goal. Uh, he's plus six fifty, or you don't, want, you don't want Bowen, Bowen first goal plus six hundred. I'd rather have Bowen first goal, but that's just. Yeah, that's. I think that's where we go. We get Kudus out, maybe Luke Shaw's out of out of position or something. Kudus on the wing on a counter, and then he's going one on one against whoever Martinez. Yo, Delo. Delo is going to be up the field as well, so it's going to be yeah, two yeah. on There's two no basically. Way he's in position. Or we even get Kudus gets a shot, saved by Onana. Su- Tom- Tomas Suchek gets the rebound, plus 1,200 first goal. Why well, even
2: watch the game at
1: this point? I mean, I think we just <laughs> Nostradamus it. There's your bet. There's your bet. And then we're going to get, you know, Manchester United 25 shots, Manchester United 10 corners as they try and uh, race to, to come back in the game kind of thing. Yeah. But let's let us let's, let's not get uh, let's not waste our, anyone's time here. The biggest game of the weekend here: Arsenal home against Liverpool. These teams just played a little bit ago in the cup.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
1: Arsenal are plus 125 to win. Liverpool plus 210. Draw is plus 265. Over two and a half goals, minus 150. Under two and a half goals, plus 120. Chris, these teams played, what was it? 10 days ago, maybe? First half, Arsenal, probably the better team. Second half, Liverpool got the goals and they got the win 2 0 uh, at. Arsenal. So the question is: Is Arsenal gonna? I mean, look, let's first look at this line movement. So a little bit ago, uh, ten days ago, maybe maybe even before that FA Cup game, um, January twenty second, Arsenal were minus one hundred five to win. Slowly crept up a little bit. Now they're plus one twenty five, uh, and Liverpool were plus two sixty to win. Now they're plus two hundred five to win, plus two ten to win, something like in that area. So we got that in there. Liverpool. Who knows how they're going to line up? I have a pretty weird lineup. Uh, I I actually have Trent Alexander-Arnold in the midfield, starting in the midfield in this game. Uh, Just because Connor Bradley has been playing awesome, Joe Gomez has been playing well at left back. So I figure, you know, why not just keep it rolling with these guys at full back? And then you need TAA on the pitch, put him in the midfield instead of Curtis Jones, something like that. A little different look, maybe you know. Maybe this Jurgen Klopp final season. Maybe he's gonna you know be a little different here, be a little crazy. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility of that to happen. But I'll leave it to Chris. The uh, we talk about Liverpool. This is like probably the fourth straight show or something like that. But what what do we got here?
2: I think this is the second straight show. To be fair, all right. (laughs) We talked about them for the. I mean, obviously the Chelsea match the other day. Yeah, interesting lineup. I mean, tough to you can't take Connor
1: Bradley out, can you? Like, why? I No, I mean, he just had a goal and two assists. You can't you can't was, bench him.
2: It was it was like man of the match too. So,
1: yeah, I th- I think I back think- to back man of the matches maybe even because he had yeah. an, uh, maybe two assists in the prior game, something like that. Yeah, he was.
2: Yeah, anyways, guy's been playing out of his mind right now. But yeah, Trent came on, Robertson came on late in that match. I Joe Gomez has been good enough to keep his place, although you know hasn't scored or assisted, but. Still been pretty good. This is a really interesting matchup. The the earlier fixture of these teams, well, so they they played twice already this season. The Liverpool game was one one. Um, that was in Liverpool rather, and then they played uh, on January seventh. So about three weeks ago.
1: Oh, that's January seventh. Yeah, that was Man, in the FA, okay in the FA. Cup. I thought it was like ten days ago. I'm way off. <laughs> uh,
2: it was yeah, in the okay. FA Cup and. Uh, you know, pretty cagey affair throughout most of it. It was 0-0 up until the 80th minute when uh, Trent got onto a, I think it was like a, a free kick, essentially a corner, but a little bit closer. And uh, basically, uh, Arsenal own goal, and then they they shut down the match uh, with a Luis Diaz' uh, second-half stoppage time goal to make it 2-0. But, yeah, I mean, the, both were pretty much the strongest teams. I guess Arsenal played Reese Nelson out on the left, which is... Martinelli, ter- Martinelli territory. Uh, well, they also but,
1: played Havertz in like the number nine, basically.
2: Yeah, I don't think they were. They didn't have a fully fit team for that one. Well, they were missing. A little weird. Uh, yeah, definitely. They're not. They're going to run probably Gabriel up top yeah. again. But um, yeah, I don't think they had a fully fit team there with Martinelli. I don't think he was even on the bench. He um, was sixty, okay, 60 seven. But Gabriel Jesus was on. He was not ready to start that one either. So. Yeah,
1: Zinchenko was out as well.
2: Yeah, so Arsenal definitely getting a, a couple of key players back here. I'm, I look, I looked at this uh, fixture last year. It was 3-2. Uh, Saka scored a late penalty. I think it was like 76 minutes. So a um, little historical context. But, yeah, I, I couldn't – this one was probably my toughest one. I went through a number of scenarios – um, I looked at corners. I looked at the over/under, which I would love to get your take on here. But I, I was like, this, this is a bet I've been wanting to take a while for, uh, for a Liverpool game. I mentioned it last show, but they've got the most points from that uh, they've regained from losing positions. Uh, they tend to give up a first half goal. Liverpool does, um, you know, in a at a pretty frequent clip. So I took, uh, I took Arsenal first goal. It's minus minus one thirty. Uh, if you don't, I just think that Liverpool, they come into these games or they always seem to kind of like not be like switched on in the first, you know, 10 to 30 minutes. Uh, I think Arsenal, except can,
1: against Chelsea. Yeah.
2: Except, except, for, except, I mean, Chelsea, as we know, totally different team than Arsenal, but I, I've, I mean, I've seen the story a couple of times. I, I like Arsenal scoring um, to start the match, uh, and you can get that at minus one thirty. A better, even an even better bet that I would love to take, but didn't have the uh, gumption, is Arsenal money line up to the thirtieth minute. It's plus two forty five. I could just see, like you know, a little sloppy play out of the front, out of the out of Liverpool, quick counter, Saka finds you know Martinelli, and Martinelli just bags it. So. Uh, I'm on, the, I'm on a, this, this bet is one I've been eyeing for quite a while, but, uh, yeah, the arsenal, um, first goal at minus 130. I
1: wish it was like
2: plus odds. I don't know. And I felt a little hard done that it wasn't, but, uh, that's where I'm at right now.
1: Yeah. I wonder how much the, the, that prior game, the, how much the injuries kind of changed things up, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to be on the under here. I was just looking through some of these, some of the prior games from last season, why they're high, high scoring, one of those games, I think, at Liverpool, two goals in the first 30 minutes for Arsenal. So that changed things up. Uh, prior to that, Arsenal had a goal in the first minute. Uh, that was a 3-2 result. I think this was the last league game these teams played at the Emirates. But, I mean, I, I'm just not really putting too much into those games. In that one, Liverpool ran out of 4-2-3-1 with Thiago and Jordan Henderson as, as defensive midfielders. So, like, I don't know. I think this is going to be more like that prior game. And I was just, you know... Arsenal had 54% possession in that game, which I'd have to look at the numbers, but that may be one of their lowest, maybe the lowest number they've had in terms of possession all season, because I think they had more than that when they played uh, Manchester City. Um, So I found that pretty interesting that Liverpool, you know, they did enough to just like – Uh, stop Arsenal from being, you know, this ball dominant team. All right, I take that back. Manchester City had 51% possession against him. So I was lying a little bit there. But I do think it's going to be a little lower scoring. I don't know if we're going to get the 2-0 Liverpool result again. Uh, We're getting a comment from Steve Parada, 0-0 draw, lock it up. Uh, I think think we're looking, maybe that, maybe we'll get a 1-0 either way. Maybe we'll get a 1-1 kind of thing. But I do like the under in this. Um instead instead of taking the under, I mean I could take the under. Uh, I don't, I'm not gonna change my bet, but I do like the under two and a half at plus one twenty. I'll go uh Arsenal minus 0.5 corners in the first half. Again, just the assumption Arsenal maybe a little more possession here in the first half. And you know our you know, still thinking about that prior loss. You know they're going to want to try and get out early here and try and get that first goal, like Chris's bet, Arsenal first goal at minus 130. <laughs> uh, so let's say this is related to Chris's bet, Arsenal first goal. So they're, we're going to get Arsenal trying to get that first goal early, and then they're going to get corners. So Arsenal minus .5 corners in the first half, minus 110. Maybe – I don't know if it's safer than under 2.5 goals at plus 120, but – Maybe I like it a little bit more than that, but so.
2: Yeah, interesting. Uh, I was going to ask you. I think they're both set at four and a half for the. Uh, let's see, Arsenal total. Oh, Arsenal's got an over five and a half, and Liverpool's got an o- over four and a half corners. Any thoughts on either of those? I was looking at them. I'm like, neither of those look good, but they're both they're both pretty high in terms of corners one uh, in the league, but they both are very good at like not conceding a ton of corners. But those seem like small numbers. I don't
1: think it, I don't, I mean, if we're thinking under, I don't think this is going to be just like a back and forth game with corners, five corners for Arsenal in that last game. And they were probably, you know, pushing for the final 20 minutes of that Liverpool at two, I just don't think it's going to be a game where we're going to see like, okay, Arsenal seven corners, Liverpool five corners kind of thing. You know, maybe if it's Arsenal two goals in the first – or Liverpool two goals in the first 30 minutes, and then it's going to be a little more back and forth. But I don't think either one of us are are thinking that's going to be the case in this game. So Nice. What's your final final, uh, projection here? You got Arsenal first goal.
2: Yeah, I think it ends up being 1-1. I would say okay. another 1-1 one, one draw. Um, I don't think – I mean, we, we you, formerly before Arteta came in, we always saw like some some really fun Arsenal-Liverpool matches, and now they've just become like pretty tight affairs, I think. They're less, uh, less like kind of a bunch of goals. I, I think back to like a couple 4-2 games. I think there was um, like a 3-3 at one point, like where there's just a ton of goals. Both teams not really playing a ton of defense. But nowadays, I just think we – the, two, the dynamic of both teams is a bit more, I, I guess, defensive. Um, and they're just a bit more organized. So I, I think like a 1-1 or like a 2-1. There was yes, a couple, right. couple other bets I looked at too. Uh, Di- Diogo Jota is uh, plus 200 anytime. He's got three goals, I think three assists uh, in the past few matches. And then uh, I did have, uh, along with my bet earlier, Arsenal money line uh, first half is plus 175. Think about it.
1: Plus 175. Yeah, correlate that with your arsenal first goal. Though the odds probably aren't as good if you put those together. Right. Team parlay time, Chris. So I don't know if I want to bring this up for you, but I've hit my last four team parlay bets, and you haven't hit your last four uh, team parlay bets.
2: I've got to stop taking taking City on the
1: parlay bets. That's the problem. Do you want to change your bet here?
2: I only have one bet down
1: for the parlay, so no. (laughs) Chris took, oh, Chris took Manchester City over seven and a half corners in the last team parlay, and we talked about, you know, I asked him if you're worried about Manchester City getting a couple goals early and, you know, not putting their foot on the pedal the rest of the way kind of thing. That's kind of what happened. Uh, they scored two early goals, I want to say. They, fit, they finished with seven corners. It was close because they put Holland on and, they got a few corners late, but they still only had seven corners. But now they're this is a Monday. This is a Monday Night Football here. Manchester City at Brentford. Uh, they are p- minus two sixty to win. Uh, even though Brentford, I believe they won both meetings last season. If not, took points in both them. Um, I I think they won on the final day, something like that. But uh, what do you got here, Chris? What's your team parlay bet?
2: Yeah, so Brentford won last year on the final day. It was one zero. It was a much changed city side. They already sealed up the title. Yeah, and then they also won away at at a city last season two one. So kind of interesting that they were able to get. <laughs> I think they were probably the only team that had all six points against city last season. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm back on the city bets. I think. I mean, you. I watched pretty much most of that Burnley game, and they just. I mean, Burnley's a, a bit different class than Brentford, but still, a, a, you know, okay side. But they just outclass them from the jump. I mean, Julian Alvarez scored, I think, the first two goals, and then it's like you bring on the transformers and in, in Holland in the second half, and just like very dynamic. Uh, so I'm all, I'm all over City here. I think they just kind of shellac Brentford. Are going. they the
1: gemstones or the transformers? I think we can you said develop. you said gemstones. I had gemstones last. Week.
2: I had gemstones last week. This week yeah. they're the transformers. You know, I think they can be both, right? In a perfect world. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're like, you know, Captain America. I don't
1: know. I don't Steve's asking if you can bet City to lose their clean sheet after the 85th minute. I'll I'll look this up. I think you can bet something similar to that. But wait, did you give your bet yet? I don't think you no, did. No,
2: I didn't. I was was interrupted. Right. Uh, <laughs> but no, I'm on a. I think City absolutely smoked Brentford here. Brentford have not been that good lately. They've kind of been uh. Been struggling a fair bit. I think they've they've lost three of their last five. They lost to Tottenham last time out. They did uh beat Nottingham Forest 3-2. That was at home. Um, they're at home again here, but uh they lost to uh Wolverhampton in the FA Cup. They drew Wolves in the previous, they had to play a replay, and then they lost to Brentford. So I like City to win by at least two goals here. I've got Manchester City minus one and a half, plus one fifteen. Getting some nice little plus odds there. I think, uh, you know, you got once when you put a lineup of, you know, KDB, Holland in there, um, everyone else, uh, Rodri's back, he's in the lineup. He is. Uh, they've got everyone they need to really dominate this game. And I think probably Holland starts from the jump, which is a big, uh, big addition to them. So I wouldn't be surprised, or I feel strongly that City will dominate this game and win by at least two goals.
1: Thomas Frank at home. Thomas Frank at home.
2: No one loves Thomas Frank more than Adam does. It's uh, pretty noteworthy.
1: They've been playing it's pretty cool. the only Yeah. The only reason why I think this bet is okay is that Brentford have had, have not looked good. Their defense has been bad. No matter what, no matter what they've done, then maybe, maybe they'll start Sergio Reguillon, uh on the wing on the left side in this one. Uh, he's, he was alone locked earlier in the week, so maybe uh, I mean I don't know if that's gonna you know be the be the solution to their defensive issues, but they're you know they're just allowing goals, and you know they can't at this point they can't really change up their lineup too much outside of Reguillon. Um They're gonna go with their three five two five three two in this spot, and then you throw in Holland probably is probably his first start in in two months kind of a thing. So
2: yeah. You you mentioned you're like a city or Brentford been poor defensively, but they bring in Sergey Region, you know, in a, in a defensive <laughs> effort. I'm like, does that well, make them better? Does that does that? I mean, they, it were starting, they were
1: starting they were starting Keen Lewis Potter, who is basically a forward on the wing on the left wing in recent matches. So like he's better than Lewis Potter, who I don't know if he has any. I don't know his defensive rating on FIFA, but it, it can't be better than Reggie Jones. Thomas
2: Frank playing the classic FIFA tactic, like putting his fastest guy at outside back. Just they got no the one else. They got no one else. Yeah. Fair. Um,
1: I looked up some numbers. Uh, Brentford to score in the second half is plus two forty five. Or actually, Brentford last goal is plus two forty five. Brentford to win the second half is. Uh, I, I just lost it. Plus. Four ninety four seventy five. So uh, for what Steve's saying after the eighty fifth minute, maybe Man City get three in the first half, don't score in the second. Brentford get a late one. Kind of, kind of what uh, like what uh, Chelsea just did against Liverpool. Uh, so uh, that's in play there. But my side of the team parlay, the one that matters here, the one that we know is going to win,
2: the one that matters.
1: As I, as I jinx my bet here, uh, my, my single game parlay hit last two days ago, I guess. Uh, it was actually this, almost the same as this. I took Tottenham money line over two and a half goals. I was going to take Bournemouth money line and over two and a half goals, but I didn't need that good of odds. I think you can take that one as well. Bournemouth are home against Nottingham Forest, who have been allowing more goals under their new manager. And uh, Bournemouth looked Pretty good at West Ham. Now they're home. Uh, I think they're gonna beat Nottingham Forest. Uh, pretty good spot for them, I think, to get goals. I think we're gonna be looking at like a 3-1, 3-2 kind of result. So if you want to go over two and a half, over three and a half, don't take the team parlay, just go with a, a single game bet here, kind of a thing. Uh, that's that's what I like there. But my bet, Bournemouth money line and over one and a half goals is plus one oh five. Man city minus one and a half is plus one oh five. That is plus three ten odds. Uh, how do you feel about Bournemouth home against Nottingham Forest?
2: That's Gio Reyna's Nottingham Forest now, right? He's a sure if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> uh, I think board. Uh, yeah, I've, you got the money line. I guess that works. Uh yeah. Nottingham Forest pretty down bad, but uh, you know, are you concerned about Gio Reyna coming on seventieth
1: minute and bagging two goals in his debut? Yeah, it'll be four one and then he'll get two and it'll be four three. I'm fine by right. it.
2: And then then it's just an all-time prem classic. You know, we we get a lot out of our Sunday morning.
1: Bournemouth win an over three and a half is plus two seventy-five. So just if you go a little higher there, just get some more money from it.
2: Yeah, I like the I like the over one and a half here. That's that's probably my one I'm most intrigued by. All
1: right, that's so all we got for the show our eight. Winning bets. I'm not going to tweet anything out I'm, after we win that first one. I'm not going to jinx us this week, though. I probably already jinxed us a couple times on the show. But, you know, by me saying I'm jinxing us means I'm not jinxing us. But here's the cheat sheet. Here's the FPL cheat sheet that Chris was looking at. We actually added a section on this. Uh, now it's this the sheet. I don't know. You're going to need like... Uh, the best internet, one gig internet, just so you can get this <laughs> ch- cheat sheet to download quickly. Uh, we added so I we added goalie stats a week ago, and recently we added team stats per match. So basically, all the stats that you could want. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that because there's probably a lot more things that, that you need here, but so a lot more stats on the cheat sheet. This is the FPL cheat sheet, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, 48-hour trial. Here's what we got: Manchester City biggest favorite at Brentford, and then Newcastle home against Luton Town. But we got to get out of here, so we ran a little long, talked a little longer on these on these games uh, than than usual. But Chris, you got anything else for game week 23? A
2: Couple of fun games that we we already talked to Everton, Tottenham, but I'm excited for that Newcastle Luton Town game. Newcastle at home, very strong. Luton Town's been taking points off teams lately; they've been in a really good form. Uh, you know just love just love what they're doing out there so that's probably what I'll have my eye on on, on Saturday morning
1: yeah I so was looking at it right now I'm gonna take over three and a half on this Chelsea Wolverhampton game as I said that Wolverhampton defense is fresh in my mind but so is that Chelsea defense uh so you get it over, over
2: six and a half
1: over six and a half another four three result yeah might exactly. as well take it might as well take it you can find chris at chR08 on Twitter I am at Roto thedroke you can also follow RotoWire soccer on Twitter, or make sure to subscribe, like, review all of this. This is a uh, Emmy nominated, not Emmy, FSWA nominated show, Rotowire Soccer. Shouts to the fans. Shouts to yeah. uh, all the listeners. Make sure to give a thumbs up on this video. Good luck on your bets this weekend, everyone. Good luck to Steve P on his Manchester City. Though that is that is Monday Night Football, so he has he has a little bit of a, a wait before Manchester City travel. To Brentford and Thomas Frank for that one. Thank you, Chris. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your bets. Good luck with uh, good luck with that Liverpool at Arsenal game. Good luck, Arsenal scoring first and then Liverpool winning two one. So good luck with that one. Let's win some bets.
2: Thanks, Adam.